Hello, and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're going to build, buy, or you're just designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero with tons of information that you can put to use right away. So thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. We're going to be talking about the 2019 landscaping trends that you're going to see in homes and landscaping this year. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Again, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Home Building Hero. And if you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. All you have to do is search for Home Building Hero on your podcast app and hit subscribe. And you'll get notified every time we drop a new episode. So please do that. And also make sure to find us on the website, homebuildinghero.com. Make sure you share our podcast with your friends and family so that you can provide this great information to everyone. So again, it's still summer for a little while yet, and uh, even getting into fall, it's great landscaping season right now. Things are a little drier, and it's a perfect time to do that project or improve your yard. Now, there's quite a few different things happening um, in, in the landscape world that have sort of changed how landscapers do their work and what types of things that people are putting in. And also, people's styles and preferences are changing. So I'm going to go over some of the green uh, tips, to pardon the pun, but uh, some tips that we would have for, for your yard and what you can do with it. So first and foremost, uh, let's talk a little bit about the yards in particular, and then we'll talk about what some of the people are doing to maintain them. But first and foremost... People don't want to spend as much time messing around with their yard. You know, think of the demographics right now. We have a lot of older people, a lot of the boomers, and they're just not physically as able to spend as much time working on their yard. And you also have the younger demographic, which is a large segment of the population that doesn't like to do manual labor. And so low-maintenance landscaping is really um, one of the things that is appealing to most of the people out there. And it makes sense. So they want plants that they don't have to prune as much. Uh, they don't want as much grass to cut. So we're starting to see more uh, areas where, you know, maybe you have rock outcroppings and lots of plants uh, with a heavy mulch or even plants that take up most of the, the mulch area. So you don't have to weed and mulch and cut grass. And I think that's something that's you know, going to be a bigger trend going forward. So, you know, even if you have a slightly sloped area, instead of just, you know, having having a grass area and kind of mowing that slope, you're just going to see little outcroppings of stone and big um, landscape beds with maybe prairie grasses or and and uh, bigger floral bushes that uh, um, just sort of sprawl out and cover the ground, so you don't have to maintain it. So I think that's kind of an interesting trend, and I can definitely see that happening in a lot of homes. The next landscape trend that we're seeing here in 2019 is what's called a pollinator garden. And basically, a lot of people are concerned about uh, bees. They're concerned about butterflies and just making sure that there's enough habitat and enough area for them to, um, you know, basically continue on. Obviously, we know that there's some some issues with the bee population and that, um, you know, they could be endangered in the near future. So a lot of people are wanting to, to do what they can in their own yard to help. And other people want to just attract uh, different types of uh, butterflies and different things in their, their yard. So they have lots of different plants that will, 
you know, obviously have flowers and attract butterflies and bees. And uh, many of these have different, uh, you know, they vary them so that you can have, you know, different flowers blooming at different times of the year. So you can kind of attract them and then keep them throughout the season. And uh, obviously it also adds a lot of color to your backyard as well. So that's also being more of a focus in the future here. The other kind of stylistic thing that we're seeing with landscaping is more of a focus on asymmetrical design. And the reason that people are going a little bit more asymmetrical, so instead of you know just a square sidewalk and you've got the square area in the front yard, um, for a lot of people that looks like that's more maintenance, which it's, it's really not, but a lot of people look at these asymmetrical designs and then of course they can expand their, their beds further, maybe have a little bit less grass area. You have kind of a, a curved sidewalk, um, so it kind of flares out a little bit more and it can allow more room for planting. Um, kind of gets rid of that linear look. And um, you know, we're seeing a lot of that. Um, just in our parade of homes recently, there's quite a few homes where instead of just you know your normal sidewalk to the front door, they kind of had a, a curved uh, stone or brick type uh, pathway so you could walk up from you know the street or you could walk up kind of the driveway to the sidewalk. So you have things like that going on. And uh, if it's done well, it can be a very attractive feature to the property. And uh, it makes it, because most homes still are so, sort of squarish in design. So you put some asymmetrical features in the yard that just kind of makes more of an interesting artistic look on the entire property. Another big trend for landscaping that you're going to see is secluded spaces. And a lot of people really want to make sure they have their own little private area, um, sort of their their retreat, kind of escape from electronics, escape from the world, and, and, and find a more quiet place to relax. So you're seeing little gardens and things that are created. So a lot of times people will have sort of a, a walkway to a patio that's further out, that's maybe surrounded by trees and bushes, so that you know one you can't necessarily see your neighbors, and you have sort of this secluded area where you can feel a little bit more like one with nature, and uh, it, it's kind of a great place to relax or unwind or just have some quiet space. And um, you know, a lot of these are sort of inspired from like the small Japanese garden areas, and then they have sort of the the natural hedges for privacy, and. Um, don't have to be overly um, complicated. A lot of times it's just like a patio with a couple chairs or maybe a bench that you can sit on and just sort of enjoy nature or you can read or whatever it is that you'd like to do. So secluded spaces is definitely another trend that we're seeing within landscaping. Some other things that we're seeing within the landscape are the use of automation. So a lot of people are taking advantage of things to... Um, you know, cut down on that maintenance. They want that pretty yard, but they don't want to deal with it. So, you know, now they have these robotic lawnmowers and they're designed where they can be programmed to, you know, trim your grass. So you, you put them out there and, uh, you know, they learn a pattern and they, they do their pattern. Obviously they run into something and it learns it and, uh, you know, avoids it and turns around and, and keeps cutting the grass. So those are something that, you know, you're going to see more and more of as the technology improves and, um, you know, all those type of things. So uh, I'm sure there's going to be some work with drones and as far as, you know, using that to maybe get the lay of the land and then you can kind of program in, um, you know, get measurements and then program that into um, 
a, a lawn cutting machine as well. So there's lots of different possibilities for that. And, uh, you know, just like you have the, the Roombas and the vacuums on the inside of the home, you can have the same concept outside with your lawn mowing. Another big trend for landscaping, and this is more of a maintenance type thing, but um, I've seen it myself and uh, I use some of these and they're fantastic, but a lot of battery powered equipment. And the technology in these batteries has gotten so much better. Um, it's gotten more powerful. It's gotten more efficient. The batteries last longer. And, um, you know, quite frankly, the gas powered equipment stinks, at least as, especially in my area. Um, I hate it because we have this really crummy ethanol gas and, uh, you know, you put it in your small equipment and if you don't get every little drop of gas out of that equipment when you're done, it gums up the carburetor and you got to, you know, have the thing fixed. And, you know, it's just, and then you got to try and get them to start and sometimes they don't want to start and they're noisy and messy and smelly. You know, battery powered equipment's great. You throw it on a charger, you know, two, three hours, your battery's all charged up. If you got more than one battery, you can have a couple of them charged and you can just swap out a battery and keep going. Um, less messy. They're super powerful. And, um, you know, these, these lithium, lithium iron batteries and different things like that, they're just, just so powerful. Um, I actually have the Milwaukee chainsaw and it's a battery powered thing. And the thing is unbelievable. I mean, you can cut a huge tree down with it and uh, chop up a good part of it before the battery uh, you know, dies down. And, um, like I said, if you got more than one battery and you got one on the charger, you know, you can go for quite a while and swap out. Uh, you can't quite with on two batteries necessarily go back and forth, but usually by that time you need a little bit of a break anyway. So we're seeing a lot more battery powered equipment as well, working its way into the yard, whether it's hedge trimmers, um, whether it's uh chainsaw or blowers, uh, all those kind of things, weed whackers, a lot of those are all battery powered now and uh, you don't have to be tethered to a cord either, which is obviously a pain in the butt too. You know, you've got to have, you know, 150 feet of cord or something to go around your home and trim your bushes. Now you don't have to worry about that. So there are a couple other trends that have integrated into uh, the landscape area of a home and one is uh, as well as with your furniture and also making spaces that are multifunctional. So we're seeing um, sort of like if you've seen like the Love Sack thing where they, they the furniture that's modular, they also have modular outdoor furniture. And that is something that's very popular. And, uh, you know, it can be a chair, it can be sort of a, a sofa that you lay on outside. Um, you have those little ottomans that you can put your feet on, but you can also use it as a table. So those are all really popular things. We're seeing a lot of those in people's backyards and uh, also seeing garden walls. So like your landscape walls as a place not only to sort of close in your patio, but a place that you can also sit on. Or we're also seeing things where, you know, you have that little wall and uh, inside's a fire pit. So you can you know, sit on the edge of the fire pit and get warm and it contains the fire pit as well. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of different things like that where people are, you know, they have it for aesthetics, but also for function. Obviously, fire pits are also very popular right now. Uh, you're seeing all sorts of different styles and, and designs. So it's obviously a source of heat, source of light and ambiance as you're relaxing outdoors. So you were seeing, you know, fire pits where, you know, you have stones in there and it's just a gas fire. Um, so very easy to maintain. Uh, we're seeing where it's just a natural fire pit and you put your wood logs in. So if you still want, kind of want that um, kind of smoky smell um, and, and that experience of the, 
the the real fire, you can do that as well. But fire pits are still very popular and uh, something that a lot of people want to have in their backyard so that they can enjoy the season. And then pergolas, those are also very popular. They help sort of design or define a space rather, kind of create a visual impact in the backyard. And, um, you know, it's just something that uh, it's kind of a nice way to create a little bit of shade and just sort of create an element for you in the backyard where you can either put your table or some chairs and just sit under it and relax. And then last but not least, one of the uh, the big trends as well in the industry is to integrate the indoors with the outdoors. So uh, having a space that can be opened up and converted. So if you have a home uh, where you've got lots of glass, or you've got like a folding door, that goes right into, let's say, a screened-in patio, which maybe the screens can pull up on the back and then goes out to an outdoor patio. So if you have a really gorgeous, nice day, you can just sort of have this big open space that you know, you're entertaining, people can come in and out of, and uh, it, it just feels very natural. And you can kind of get in the shade if it's too hot in the sun uh, by going into the screened-in patio, or you can go indoors as well and uh, you know, just have that fresh air. So that's another big thing that we're seeing in the landscape trends and landscape design as well. So, um, and then a couple of real small little things. These are sort of sidecars more than anything, but uh, we're seeing seeing a lot more with um, iron and steel accents. So whether it's um, a kind of a decorative piece that you put your plants on, or if there's sculptures or you can even use those as water features um, just to kind of add some accent within your landscaped area. So think of little statues or plant stands uh, made out of metal to um, you know maybe elevate them or create an interesting design and shape within your landscaping. We are seeing a lot of those as well. So lots of different things and new things that we're seeing in the, in the area of landscaping just to make it look a little different. Obviously, low maintenance is a big thing and also using the new technology that's out there as well to make your lives easier so you can spend more time enjoying it instead of working on your landscaping. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of The Home Building Hero. Once again, if you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Just go to your podcast app, look for Home Building Hero, and hit subscribe. That's all it takes. And while you're in there as well, once you subscribe, please give us a five-star rating as well. It helps everybody find us so that you can keep sharing this great information with everyone and we become more findable. So I want to thank you so much for supporting this podcast. I'm David Bellman with Bellman Homes, and I appreciate all your support, and we'll talk to you all very soon.